0: She's one of our leading primary sector academics and like all good academics, they need to go to conferences to keep themselves informed and updated. Jacqueline, today we find you at the New Zealand Agricultural Climate Change Conference in, at Te in Wellington. Minister Shaw has addressed you this morning. What was the message?
1: That we keep needing to do more, that there's been a statement we uh, have been looking at a mitigation rather than adaptation—that's been the poor cousin to mitigation—and he doesn't think we've done that well on mitigation, which, of course, is the cows and the fossil fuel and that side of things. And so he made some very cogent points. It bothers me a bit that he's the, in still having the Paris Agreement as the famine aspect rather than general food security. Uh, and talking about it mustn't get muddled up with profit on farms. And actually what we know is that an awful lot of beef and sheep is in the red this year. We've just wiped out the East Coast and Northland's poor. And of course, Fonterra's dropped the milk price to only <laughs> the cost of production. So it, you know, we just need to keep making the point that farmers are not creaming it or living off the wool, the, the wool or whatever.
0: Hey, is the future for us mitigation or adaption?
1: Well, that was what he was trying to say. There must be a balance. And, of course, we want the agricultural sector to make the point that the only way you're going to get adaptation is by paying for it, and the only sector bringing in dollars into the country, really, is the primary sector. So we need to be really thinking very carefully before we put more frighteners, screws, whatever we call them, on the agricultural sector and forcing land use change which we're going to see because of the cyclones.
0: Exactly. You write an excellent column for us fortnightly. It's on our website, thecountry.co.nz, and this week's offering is about unintended consequences are a fact of life. And you go on to write in the aftermath of recent cyclones, we can see the unintended effects of several policies, none more so than perhaps forestry.
1: Yeah. And I'm relieved to see on the slash review committee that we do have a forestry engineer there who will be able to talk about some of the options. I'd quite like to see an agricultural person there as well and a soil scientist, a soil scientist who can talk about our fragile soils, because when we're making policies, we need as much, well scientific, examined and thought through information as possible. And when we're looking at tragedies, as has happened on the East Coast, we tend to react with a bit more heart than possibly we should be.
0: Jacqueline, what should we be growing on those fragile steep East Coast soils?
1: Oh, We need to have permanent cover. Now a lot of that, it could be pasture, but even our new species can't hold in a torrential downpour. And Minister Shaw made the point that we can mostly cope with normal rain, but the last two mils or centimetres or whatever of the hurricanes that we've had are the ones that have caused the slips and slumps. And so the permanent cover, and we did a lot of work back in the 60s and 70s with poplars and willows, which can help, that's what we need to be looking at, not all... That we go to, oh good heavens, plant based agriculture. And plant based just involves cultivation. And that's what helps, uh, impacts our loss of silt. And keeping the cover on, forestry, I mean, forestry is fine, except you've got six years of bare land when they've actually done the harvesting and they're trying to regrow again. And I think that's what will come out in the slash review.
0: We're not going to go down the track of letting some of that pastoral land, as it is at the moment, revert to native bush, to its original status.
1: uh, In the gullies, that's fine. And the the trouble with the recent planting, because we didn't have quite so much damage in Cyclone Bola, is that our trees, the forestry trees, they're um, fast growing, not the greatest rooting depth in the world. We've got them close together and they're pretty heavy. Then we take them out. And the slash is there. And there have been all sorts of theories about how we can deal with the slash. but everything costs money. Do we want to pay more for building materials? You know, it's those sorts of unintended consequences that we just need to balance and work out where our income to pay for everything is going to come from. And remember that every money that comes in for beef and sheep or milk, it circulates in the regional economy. Selling carbon credits offshore might not.
0: Jacqueline Raworth at the New Zealand Agricultural Climate Change Conference in Wellington. You can read all about her unintended consequences on our website, thecountry.co.nz. Thanks for your time, Jacqueline.
1: Lovely to talk, Jamie. To Thanks.